Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Flashcast, an unofficial podcast of the CW's The Flash. I'm Stephen Bueno. Christian Cabrera. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is discuss every week's episode of The Flash. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Monster. And honestly, dude, this episode was really, really enjoyable for me. We mentioned before that we really like backstory when it comes to the supporting characters in this show. And being able to see a little bit more of Caitlin's backstory and being able to see like her family dynamic, where she comes from, that was phenomenal for me. What do you think about that? The episode was really good due to like last week's being a really lackluster episode. Yeah, maybe that's why it seemed a little better. Yeah, this episode was actually a lot better, and I like the main focus on Caitlyn because it's been a while since we had a very, very Caitlyn-heavy story because there's oh, usually when her episodes come around, they're actually really great episodes. Like That's what I really enjoy. It just sucks that her whole family is screwy. Mom's not really a mom. Her dad died when they were younger. And then she felt that her mom is not there anymore majority of the time. And then she pretty much says, like, I tried my best. I was like, well, you didn't try hard enough. And that's exactly why she left. Like, it makes sense why she left her mom. You know, what's funny, though, is if uh, if you really think about it, her mom's really, really the killer frost, man. She is cold. Yeah. Beyond belief, man. Like, to go and just, like, her daughter's going through something, obviously, that's affecting her pretty heavily and she only really thinks about like okay well let's let's um take all all emotion out of it and and let's really get down to the science of it yeah don't get me wrong that's gonna be very helpful but the fact that she's able to do that so easily for me was like jarring like oh okay cool i get it you're being helpful and that is very helpful mm. but how can you do, how can it be so easy for you to just be like ah whatever i'm gonna just disassociate you with being my daughter i like the um I like the reference that she makes of her mom being really cold because that's an actually good subtle reference too from last season as well when they were in Earth 2 and what Killer Frost was saying about her mom like she hated her mom and it makes sense here too because they're essentially alike if you think about it and it's gonna suck really bad if she really does become Killer Frost because this is one of those times where I'm like oh it can go either she, way right yeah because you you can see the tension or or you can't even see it you can feel and kind of harness that tension that they have and you can use it as power to like pretty much melt anything that's in your sight man because this is, was really a really freaking tension heavy episode man like honestly this is one of those episodes where it was really really good yeah you know what i think that's the key word for this whole episode tension because in this episode you do see the tension between um Obviously, Caitlin and her mom, you see the tension between Harrison Wells and Cisco, and you're seeing the tension between Julian and Barry. Mm -hmm. So I think the whole theme of this was that now, uh, speaking of uh, the different tension between characters, tension between Harrison Wells and Cisco was interesting because Cisco started to suspect that Harrison Wells is there for some other sort of purpose, that he's mm -hmm. not really there to be the helpful um, the helpful character they sort of enlist him to be. Mm -hmm. He kind of started figuring that out when the suggestions he's made, like they're not really ideas, they're just suggestions. And that's one of those big things that kind of got him suspicious about that. And that's that's why I love the fact that every single time when him and, and pretty much Barry, when they start coming up with something, it's usually always ends up with, you should vibe him every time. And this is one of those times where I was like, yes. Like, holy crap, I'm actually good to see him vibe again, somebody, because it's been a while since we've seen that. Yeah, he hasn't really done that, right? He's mainly nope. used it for, like, uh, portals. Exactly. That's pretty much what he's been doing. And then we have, like, the biggest discovery. He's not a, really a genius. 
He's a freaking author. He's an author, and he's sort of like what was it? He's a he's a he's muse, the face, a the- face and an idea, man. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting. Like, nah, I mean, I can't really do anything, but I can suggest things. Like, I mean, to an extent, <laughs> that is somewhat helpful because, um, like I said, that is somewhat helpful because you do need someone to just kind of spark that idea. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in the way the flash and his team handle something is like, okay, well, here's the idea. Let's implement it. Uh, and, you know, I guess that dynamic can work with Harrison Wells being there. Yeah. This is a very different, I don't want to say dynamic because it really wasn't dynamic in this thing. It was just essentially, it was just essentially, can someone actually do this, please? This, yeah. this is the feeling I got the entire time watching it, but I thought it was funny because one is because we've always relied on Harrison Wells every time when it comes to something. It's always Harrison Wells pretty much did something for it. This is the one time we don't see him do it. And then this is when we see everyone pretty much is like, okay, well, we're actually have to try without a Harrison Wells. Like we literally have to try and it showed that they can actually try without essentially like a super genius like him. And it's showing that they've been involved. They're actually evolving, which is great. He's, I mean, not to, you know, not to completely disregard him. He does throw out ideas, but just how many ideas can you throw out when you don't really know what the full scope of uh, your team's abilities are, you know? Uh, The other Harrison Wells have always known just, have always known how to, uh, utilize the team effectively. This Wells is just kind of like, mm, well, maybe we, maybe if we do this, like uh, the idea of the rope. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess that was kind of your idea, but at the same time, like, uh, how do we implement it, or how do you, how do you mobilize the team to do something like that? <laughs> and I think yeah. it'll become more and more apparent as the season goes on that maybe his involvement isn't completely necessary mm-hmm. and as you said it's kind of like the team's way of you know evolving past the need for a harrison wells mm-hmm. and this is one. this episode pretty much gave him they pretty much told him this is like you got like a couple weeks and if you don't really like help us you're out so this is pretty much gonna be a proving point to see if this harrison wells technically even though he he was an idea man he gave out great ideas it really did they want to see if there is like a lot more logic to what he is doing can he learn to actually better himself too because you can pretty much from his backstory it was just him telling him that like oh yeah i was the face of the company for a while and then something happened and then i got thrown under the bus because i pretty much was not the person i'm supposed to be that's what they they saw me so they it kind of ruined his reputation well he was pretty much the mascot really and then it all was. of a sudden they didn't need one yeah but that's the thing though like he he had to keep everything in line and control and then when the control gets out of hand and he gets blamed for it. And then if he can't pretty much provide or prove anything, he's already going to, he's gone. That's, that's what sucks. Like I feel for him. I actually do. Cause this is one of those episodes where I'm like, wow, it, it just sucks that he's the one who pretty much brought everything together. He had his own team. He had his team work. He's just there to pretty much like kind of keep an eye on them. But as soon as one bad link from that entire chain just comes loose, the whole thing falls apart. It really does. And he, suffered from it which sucks and now he has to he pretty much came here to make a new life and pretty much to start over now he and needs, write his book yeah and so this is one of those times where it's like he, this is the pretty much the next probably two or three episodes it's going to be proving episodes if he's what if he's actually what he's supposed to be what he's actually going to be yeah uh i he is kind of annoying don't get me wrong it's like yeah, the whole hipster wells but at the same time i do like that new dynamic because he's funny and he is um 
comedic relief in a way that Cisco used to be, and now Cisco's taking a bit more of a serious role. He's still, you know, very much Cisco, but because he's so integral to the team, I think in the next few episodes we might see him out in the field a little bit mm-hmm. more. And having that well still at the lab, mm-hmm. I think that that dynamic works. Yeah. Well, speaking of like kind of we've talked too much about wells already now this is the one episode where i feel that this was the main reason why it was really good we finally get to know why and this is and i mean why pretty much julian doesn't really like metahumans we figured out we found out why this episode we figured out what's the deal with julian because yeah man he's been just a complete like douche, douche yeah. the whole time mm-hmm. and so now we're kind of getting a feeling of what the deal is with him mm-hmm. and you know you from the very beginning when they introduce the character and you're like oh who's this guy yeah you kind of want to know what the deal with him is and you know finally we get a little bit of backstory on him and also we see him interact with barry a whole lot more mm-hmm. as we mentioned tension is a really big thing of this episode so we do figure out where some of the tension comes like uh comes from mm-hmm and it's really, honestly, this is one thing I really did love is just Julian. Because the way how he brought it up, it's like, well, let me tell you a little story about myself. I come from a very prestige, really rich family back when I was in England. But I'm one of those kids that was one of those loose ends that just like doing some weird stuff, like collecting bugs, which I liked. I thought that that was a great, great premise that he brought up, too. It was like, I like collecting bugs, essentially, just for like studying. I'm like, then... The thing is, my parents didn't like it. Like, they'd rather have me figure out which is the salad fork and all that other stuff while I'd rather become a scientist. And that's exactly why I came to the United States. I wanted to become a scientist and that just so I can get away from my family. And then you kind of understand, like, after that, you really do understand, like, his uh, distrust of Barry. It's mm-hmm. like, well, for some reason, everyone puts a lot of stock in you. And, like, for some reason, people cut you a lot of slack. Well, I've always had to work, you know extra hard in order to get to where i'm at in order for people to take me seriously so it's even he says it like um he he gets to the top of his class and all of a sudden he gets here and for some reason or another barry has this uh you know this free pass and he gets to do whatever he wants even though golden boy yeah he becomes a golden boy and to julian it's like well why what's the purpose i mean what's Mm -hmm. the reason for it Mm -hmm. yeah because even barry mentions like i do great work you know i've done the best work i ever done I, I, he always gives it a hundred over a hundred percent every time, and it's one of those times. It's like Julian was really jealous of that too, if you think about it. Oh right? yeah, definitely. Because he because he's only been there a year. Well, and that in the time frame, it's supposed to be a year. Like Barry says, like it's only been two weeks, and I already don't like the guy. Like it's been two weeks, and you can see that he's been jealous, and he's also been jealous of like metahumans. I'm like, you have powers, why rob a bank? Just be. Do something good with it. Like, that's what he said he wanted to do. It's like, if I had powers, I would have done great. Done some good stuff. Made sure people don't get hurt and all that stuff. But it, he even sees it, too. It's like, it's a waste. And, like, as soon as metahumans started coming around, that's why he essentially changed his title to, like, now I'm not a forensic scientist. I'm a metahuman specialist now. Because that's now what the norm is. Like, I'm trying to, like, pretty much further my goals. Yeah, and then you also understand his obsession with metahumans. And I think that's a very... That's a very noble cause that he sort of backs. It's like you could be doing so much better with the powers that you were given, but instead you're wasting them on either trivial pursuits or on, um, 
criminal endeavors essentially Mm -hmm. like how do you not utilize these powers to better the city or to better your circumstance or not necessarily better your circumstances but better the circumstances of others how do you not use these powers to help how do you not use this gift for good essentially is what he's getting at which is interesting that he's so critical of the flash because that's exactly what the flash is doing Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of ironic. Like, okay, if that's really your ideology, then why, why are you so critical of the Flash? Well, that's why I love that point he brought up about the Flash. Because even Barry said, "Is like, well, we give him kind of gives everybody hope, and that they feel safe around him." But also, Julian says, "Like, well, he pretty much makes everyone pungent in the actual office. Essentially, very slow, very like lazy." They don't have to rely on their actual skills and their training of when they became officers. You know, I think that's kind of Julian in a nutshell. It's like, I work so hard. Mm -hmm. I expect all those around me to work as hard. And if I can do something, I expect others to be able to do it the same or better than me. I mean, crap, he pulled out a gun, too. And even Barry was shocked that he took out a gun. He's like, I might be a forensic scientist, but I've had military training when when I was younger, too. So... Like, he's prepared. He really is prepared in all aspects. He's not only smart, he knows how to defend himself. Yeah, so I think after, especially after this episode, once we get a little bit more of who Julian is and and kind of what his deal is, I do think that he will be incorporated a little bit more into the Flash team. I don't think throughout this season they'll explicitly tell him that Barry's the Flash. I do think that he'll figure it out eventually, though. I don't think he'll be, well, he'll help the Flash in some points, which is understandable. I don't think he's going to be a member of Team Flash, though. In yeah, this I definitely season. don't. I don't think so either. He Probably Barry's going to be nonchalant about a lot of stuff to him because now they're starting to become buddy buddies. He's probably going to start asking him for like help on certain things that he probably thinks he can't figure out or Team Flash can't figure out. But honestly, this episode is... It was really heavy on the side characters more than it was on like the main threat. Because even the main threat, which was the monster that was generated from this, which I thought was was the most genius thing that they did. Because this is one time. Well, actually, no. Well, I don't say one time, but it's been probably like a few times where we don't really have a meta. Yeah, that's we true. Don't, we don't have a meta. And this still causes, and you can still see even without a meta, it still causes problems. Like it doesn't matter who it is, it'll still cause problems and chaos. It's like because even because they know to take down metas, which is great, but since they've been going through metas and all the time, it's like oh crap, wait, we forgot how to actually like take down like normal people. <laughs> I know, right? Like yeah, because it's a it, different threat. And it was a kid. It's essentially a teenager did all this, and it's and it caused so much panic. And I'm like, wow, you can you never would have suspected that. And I like the homage they did for that because I remember. I don't remember the kid's name, but he, it's essentially the same thing with, with um, Static Shock because there was a kid that was able to manipulate things and cause them to become real. And uh-huh. it's the same thing with this, except this was a hologram. He used computer simulations. The kid can actually manipulate things and actually make them better. It was almost like Toy Man, but Toy Man did other things. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little off topic on that one. But this is one of those times where we see that there's more people that are, that are causing more threats than actual metas too. <laughs> Yeah, that um, essentially regular people can be almost as dangerous. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed this whole episode. And I, I, like I said, I like the evolution of the Caitlyn character. And, you know, even regardless of which way she goes, if she goes the Killer Frost route or if she goes the, um, you know, the join, you know, Team Flash route, whatever one she chooses, I do want to see how she gets there. Um, because to me, her character has always been very, very interesting. 
And uh, it would be interesting to see like Killer Frost, Vibe, and like The Flash take down a metahuman. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like to be honest with you, I don't think that's a high possibility. I think that she'll never fully be part of Team Flash as Killer Frost because she'll mm-hmm. never fully accept it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm I'm kind of gathering from this. I, I kind of feel the like she's gonna end up leaving them or she might end up doing battle with them. That's that's the sad thing, but it probably will happen. It really will. Well, regardless of what happens, man, I'm interested in seeing what keeps going on in the episode. With the this is yet another episode where we don't have any mention of uh, Doctor Alchemy. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that they. Uh, I mean, it, it makes sense. Two weeks of it so far. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because they don't want to like they don't want to burn give, it. Yeah, burn it out, and because it's supposed to drag on for the whole season. Now, I would like a little morsel of <laughs> of data on Doctor Alchemy. So hopefully, within the next like episode or the episode after that, we hear a little bit more. I really do hope that we get something else of Doctor Alchemy because he's our main villain. Like, I really want to see what he's going to be doing man like he's done some devastating things in the comics like i want to see some devastating things happen here too well i enjoyed it i enjoyed it very much i will keep enjoying the season uh as long as it's not like the uh last week's episode yeah (laughs) as long as it's not like that one we're good all right guys thank you for listening to this episode of the Flashcast. if you guys want to check out more of the stuff we got going on head on over to filmbook.com that's film-book.com and search for either steven bueno or the Flashcast. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff we do outside of Filmbook, you can check us out on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash League of Gents, that's G-E-N-T-S, or checking us out on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash League of Ordinary Gents, G-E-N-T-S. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.